Time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show here in the Mothership Studio 22. Glad to be with you guys one more time. One more time. I'm always happy to be here in this studio. It's my favorite thing. I'm quitting everything else. I'm not going out on the road anymore. We're not going to do live shows. I'm not going to do videos in the truck. I'm not going to be on YouTube, Instagram, nothing. I'm just going to sit in here and talk 24 hours a day. Are you okay with that, Candice, Queen of the Ethiopians? That actually sounds like a perfect plan. I mean, for me. For you, it'd make it easier, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. Other people might not enjoy it as much, but I would agree. That's I think plan. everyone would enjoy it. I think everyone <laughs> people would. People would miss you out on the road. No, I'm done. No? I'm quitting. Okay. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to get fat and just do nothing else. Party foul, Steve, you're fired. Party foul's out. You got. Oh, you don't have a job anymore. We're not going shit, on the road I anymore. I listen to you 24-7 already. <laughs> I had someone who sent me a message, or they commented on something, uh, a truck post. And I'm kidding, by the way, because everybody will lose their damn minds, and they'll be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to get off Facebook and set myself on fire. No more truck videos. I only like you in the truck. I only like you in the truck. I had this guy who sent me a message the other day who said, does this guy really just, does he ever talk in front of real people, or does he just sit in a safe space in his truck and talk? And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Do some research, bruh. Oh, my gosh. The Puppet Master Mark driving the mothership here. Hello. These are the last few days in this starship, That's right. in this mothership That's that is right. Studio 22. People are getting they're getting triggered yeah. over the idea that we're going to a new yeah. Studio 22. How dare we make a better set with better lighting, <laughs> a better look to it, you know? It's, a, it's very triggering. It is triggering. People hate change, man. They hate they change. They Even do. babies hate to be changed. They cry all about it and stuff. But we are. We're moving <laughs> over. That's always been the plan. This was going to be a temporary set. We love it here. It's been home. You know, people are like, oh, you've gotten too big for your britches. You just call it the closet or the cave. I'd love to have a closet so nice. Yeah, well, <laughs> trust me when I tell you, we're excited to get over in the other building, in the other studio, and it's going to be good. And I love how people see pictures of construction, and they're like, is that couch going to stay like that? <laughs> we don't even know if that couch is going to be there right now. It's Stuff is just propped up in there as a setting. But we're so happy that we shared our life with you so you can criticize it wholeheartedly. <laughs> oh, you guys are great. You know what else I hate? Facebook. Let me tell you why. Because I'm spending all this money every month to tell people that I am out on the road talking in front of live human beings when we go out and do these shows. And you know what? Facebook's killing us. Killing us, Mark. Unbelievable. They hate us. They hate everybody. Like, if you're trying to promote something, people are like, man, I thought you'd... I didn't know you were still on Facebook. I didn't know you were doing anything anymore. I thought you died. Well, the rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. We're on the road, man. And the only way I know to get the word out there is for to tell you guys and you guys tell everybody else. Please help me out. Mama likes to eat. Mama likes to eat. And, and I can live off the fat of the land for like six weeks. But look, we got this new tour. Look here. Oh, look at that shirt right there. Eagles of Liberty. That's us, me, Reno Collier, Brian Hayner, Michael Loftus. We're doing the Freedom to Laugh comedy tour. And, man, they're killing us. Like, we're going to Omaha. No, let me see. Let me get it straight. Now, on the 24th of September, we're going to Des Moines. On the 25th, we're going to Omaha. And on the 26th, we're going to Wichita. No, no, we're not going to Wichita. We're going to Kansas City. Then, you would think we'd be sold out already in those shows. You know what? Only sold like 100 tickets in each place. Only like 100 tickets, Mark. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And you know the problem with it is because people don't know we're coming. They don't know we're coming. 
So you got to tell everybody because we're coming Des Moines, Omaha, Kansas City. Then I'm going to be out in Fresno, California. Just me, pretty me, and Party Foul Steve. Pretty Party Foul Steve. We're going to be in Fresno on September 27th. Yonkville, which is Napa. Who doesn't want to do something fun in Napa, California, September 28th? Tulsa, Oklahoma. I've never not sold out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But it's not selling good. You know why? People don't know. October 11th, I'm going to be there. The Brady. October 12th, Wichita, Kansas. Never not sold out in Wichita, Kansas. You know what? Tickets aren't selling there. You know why? You don't know we're coming. We're coming. People showed up, Steve, in the snow for us. Sure did. In a blizzard in Lincoln, Nebraska. They so is there, is there a place people can go besides... I have not introduced you yet, woman! <laughs> I've been silent for a long time now. My wife Jade, everybody, who can't <laughs> shut up. What because, do you want to say? Well, because I have to hear you complain about all of this yes. at home. And it's so weird to me. Like, if I want to go see somebody, I wouldn't wait for something to show up on Facebook. I would go all the way to their website and see when they're going to be somewhere and, and, and go from there. Maybe we live in a lazy culture. It's way too logical to do stuff like But I wouldn't expect like some, somebody to send me a message, some celebrity, and be like, hey, Jay, just to let you know, I'm going to be in your town. Yeah, well, we even send out emails. You can go to watchchad.com, get on our email list. We send out Tens of thousands of emails every week to let people know. But they either are going to your spam or they're getting squished somewhere. We're going to be in Houston October 15th, San Antonio October 16th, Addison, Texas October 17th, Victoria, Texas is me and Steve in October 18th, uh, Arlington on October 20th, Texas. If, if they'll ever put the dang tickets on sale. Do you know we're selling better tickets in Oxnard? No, we're not doing Oxnard. That's right. They got too many threats. <laughs> they did. They got too many threats. Oxnard, the improv in Oxnard, California, got too many threats, and so they canceled the show. So they just caved. They caved. They were that's, they were scared. That's, that's pathetic. They were too. They they heard that conservative comedians were coming, and people started calling. Now this is this is what really ought to get in your britches and a burr in your saddle. You got liberals out there who are calling. They're being activists, actually calling. I got more liberals calling about my show than conservatives. Who need to come support it? And they're 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 putting the censorship out there because these people are saying, nope, we're not going to do the show now. We're afraid somebody's going to throw a rock through the window or we're going to have some kind of violent protest or something like that. Dumb. Dumb. We've sold more tickets in Brea, California, October 23rd, and Ontario, California, October 24th, than we have in places like Wabash, Indiana. Unreal. Boom, there it is right there. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains, odors, then you got to try this stuff right here. This is the concentrated version, Genesis 950. If you're going to replace your carpets, it's expensive, right? And I don't care if you got a rug, I don't care if you got furniture, all this kind of stuff. And sometimes your dog pees on it. That's problematic. Look. You take Genesis 950, it's going to break down the bonds and the odors and the stains and all the stuff that goes into this process. This stuff right here, antibacterial component, it removes pet stains and odors from carpet and padding. You can use it in a carpet cleaning machine. It's green. That's important these days. So it's safe for your family and for your pets. So if you're tired of the pet cleaners that don't work, you got to get that stuff right there. Genesis 950. Show it to you again. There it is. That's how it shows up right here you can take this right here you can take this stuff just a gallon of it and you mix it with water it's going to make seven gallons of 950 cleaner go get it large ratio you might have to use that for the larger stains like 
Party foul Steve's got big dogs, right? Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. You can clean your you can clean your entire house, bathrooms, kitchens, countertops, granite, quartz, garage floors, oil and grease stains, engines, wheels, tools, upholstery. So before you go out and purchase new stuff, especially new carpet, you got to try Genesis 950. You don't have to buy anything else. Just get Genesis 950, clean the whole house. Kids cuss, wash your mouth out with it. Genesis 950 is available on Amazon.com, but if you order a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you're going to get a free spray bottle and a discount using the code BLAZE, B-L-A-Z-E. Go to Genesis950.com, Genesis950.com. Jade, how have you been? I haven't seen you in months and months and days. And I know. Days. It sounds like you're not going to see me either for the next oh, those, months and months those and days. Are spaced out. You know, one of the questions that people ask us a lot is how do we make a marriage work when we're <laughs> apart so much? How do you feel about that? And do you want to explain any of that? I think it it just goes back to whenever you're apart, it makes the heart grow fonder. Because, you know, I'm ready for you to leave. And it sounds like most of October you'll be gone, which is also my birthday month. So mm-hmm. I can do all kinds of partying while you're gone. And you do. Oh, yeah. I wish you did. I wish you I wish you partied more. No, you don't. You're not a party girl. No, I'm not. You're not a party girl. You're kind of a nerd. I am. Kind of black and white, very administrative. Mm-hmm. You're just like, doop, 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 doop. Yep. You're very methodical. You like to get things done. I do. And I do get things done. You do get things done. I get things done, too. I just did it in my own way. Okay. I get things done. <laughs> I get things done. But no, I, so people look at the calendar and they're like, well, you're never home. No, you have to look at the dates on the calendar. Right. I am home. Just like Steve and I, we just got back from one event yesterday. We fly out again tomorrow. So we've, we've been home a, a total of 30 hours. Right. We could have just stayed gone, but we didn't. We came home. Well, y'all should have. What else, what else were y'all going to do? Well, we want to come home and do this podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't for us. It was for the podcast. Is it hard being married to me? I, people yes. ask that all the time. <laughs> is it hard? Steve, we're not talking about your marriage. No, right I'm talking now. about you. I mean, no. I'm married to you half You're the time. Gosh. He's the work husband. He's the work wife. <laughs> no, I'm the work husband. <laughs> Are you thirsty? I am thirsty. I guess so. You've done a lot of talking. I worked out this morning. I also worked out this morning. I saw you across the room. You were doing something. <laughs> you were doing something, but golly. No, I, I'm not that hard to live with. I'm pretty. No, pretty, you're a good guy. Pretty, I didn't say I was a good guy. We're not judging my character. <laughs> talking about the ease in which it is to cohabitate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we got our spaces. We got our boundaries. It ain't so bad. No. People want to know how we met. And we've talked about that before. Yeah. We, we met at, at a, a bar. bar. At a bar. <laughs> Uh, years ago, neither of us wanted to be there. No. We were there with other people who made us be there. Yes. That's I true. was wearing the ugliest cowboy hat ever. It was big. It wasn't big. If I showed you that cowboy hat, by the way, it's in the closet in my office at home. I've still got that hat. It's the ugliest hat ever. <laughs> if I showed you that hat right now, you'd be like, that was the hat? <laughs> It was dark in the bar, though. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was a chocolate brown There hat. was a lot I didn't see. Yeah. Trust me. That's true. That's true. And then you saw his teeth from across the bar. Neon neon teeth. Just teeth and the whites of his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I that was. I I can remember. uh, I remember what we were both wearing that night when we met. Yeah. 
I can remember I was, and it was an ugly shirt too. I probably have that old rag hanging around I, somewhere I, too. What I was wearing was not attractive. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was but, not attractive. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like a, there. It was like a black long sleeve turtleneck almost type shirt. Well, I thought I lost her, right? Because because <laughs> I met her. I met her. And I, again, I was like, okay, cool. So so I was talking to this girl and and trying to play hard to get. And, uh, and I was kind of hard to get because yeah. I wasn't interested. Oh, you were interested, but I you were interested acting in the like idea of a woman in my life, especially one a good one here. Yeah. So, Candace, we had a dance, and then she disappeared, and then I was like, "Well, dang, where'd that girl go?" Oh, that's when and, we went to the bathroom, and I thought, and I was like, "I thought she left." <laughs> I was like, "All right, I ghosted." On dang. to the next one. <laughs> on to the next baby. <laughs> and, you had and, your eyes on several others, and I, I was know. like, "Dang, she vanished." What I do. <laughs> And I remember looking around for her for a minute. I was like, golly, what did I, I mean, geez. Well, then I was going on the dance floor with this gal and uh, I felt somebody snatch my arm, grab me. And she was leaving the dance floor. She'd been out of dance with my buddy. And uh, uh, Chad Patton, we all mm-hmm. know Chad. Uh, uh, he's a good dancer. Border, border Patrol agent. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he'll tell you, but he's a good dancer too. He'll let mm-hmm. you know all about it. Uh, but yeah, she's out of dance with him. I was like, dang, girl. Don't get around. Yeah. But I was dancing with another girl, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You so didn't that, care. The you rest didn't, is history. You didn't care I was missing. The rest <laughs> is history. Oh, I cared. I was grieving. You I better have been. Hey, did Chad Patton carry a spit cup with him on the dance floor? Or did he <laughs> he lost his wallet on the floor. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> with his he federal was spinning badge me around. You know, his federal border patrol badge. <laughs> oh, Chad Patton, that boy, they broke the mold on that kid. Mm-hmm. Thank but, goodness. I thought about him. Yeah. I thought about him at the football game on Tuesday when I saw the cheerleaders. Why? Because <laughs> wasn't he a yell leader? No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, back in then. the day. Yeah. Way back in the day. I forgot all about that. Anyway, neither here nor there. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, what was I going to bring up? Steve, how's your back? You okay? Yeah. You still Doing going good. to see? Doing better. Michelle Krennic, back yeah. to life chiropractic in in Collierville. They're yeah, Collinville, Texas. Go back to, to life. Uh, Check her out. A few days a week. Jade, you don't really believe in chiropractic medicine. Well, now, hey. Yeah, come on. Don't now, be hey. throwing me under the bus. No, come on. You don't really no, believe in it. No, I don't I, know that I don't believe in it. It just scares me. Yeah. Dr. Krennic and I had that conversation this morning. About Jade? Uh, no. About <laughs> well, y'all people should've. don't believe in it. And I'm like... Are, and I kind of compared it to, well, some people don't believe in Jesus. You know, and some do. And it's like, so I believe in chiropractic because wow. I Steve you know, went ahead and equated it. chiropractic medicine to Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Where can they send the hate mail again? Steve at watchchat.com. Well, no, I'm you. talking about believing in something or not. And the, it, we kind of laughed at it because that's like, oh, I don't believe in that. So we did a show. I got to tell you guys this story. We did a show in Branson, Missouri the other night. And uh, our friend Kevin Wade, who's been on the podcast, and our good friend, he's a international pilot with a major airline and and he and his family were up there visiting one of their timeshares on a little getaway and he was going to come to the show well he had his his himself he was driving his mother-in-law his wife his sister-in-law were in the car with him and he he texted me he said i hit a four by four i had a wreck car is out we're okay and i texted him back i said dude are you you're you sure you're okay well, he winds up Ubering over and getting to the show, and he's sitting backstage, and he kept talking about he hit this 4 by 4 Now, when you say that to a redneck Texan, <laughs> what that sounds like is he hit a four-wheel drive truck, okay? No. 
He meant a four by four post, a four inch by four inch post block post that was laying in the road and he ran over it, hit it, went airborne, jumped it and crashed, bent his both front rims and the rims and the, all the wheels. You tore it all up. Boom. And of course he said they were airborne. <laughs> he said, here's these black women in the car with him screaming. <laughs> He was having a time, man. <laughs> they, they probably still not talking to him. They probably aren't. They probably still not talking to K Dub. I love it. But he's he's such a good dude, man. And he took it all in stride and the whole thing. It was funny. And I forget why I brought that all up, but it was it was he was telling that story. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you gonna need chiropractic help. At least get your wife some. Yeah. But man, that's um They anyway. might they might need counseling and therapy too. Yeah, well, I think they probably already needed that. <laughs> It's funny, funny stuff. I uh, I had this guy who called me a. Oh, I hate on, that uh, word. Twitter the other day, fifteen forty three. You know, uh, if you add Willow after that word, you don't have to bleep it. Yeah, well, what? but I didn't want to call me. He That's called an me old on Twitter, and uh, <laughs> I thought it was funny that here's a grown man calling another grown man a, a <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Stop it! Like, why can't you just do that to my face? You would never do that. That, that, to me, is the epitome of So, anyway. Talked to my mom this morning, <laughs> party time mom, and uh, we're getting new trim work, new doors and stuff inside the house. Yes. And, and I sent her pictures, and I knew that was going to be a mistake, because now she's like, well, you need to paint it this color, and you need to, mm-hmm. don't stain that. You need to do that, and you need, what about the walls? And I'm like, oh, mom, oh, mom, oh, mom. I haven't really said much at all. You've pretty much been doing it all. I know. It's my project. Rocking and rolling, baby. Mm. Looks good, too, don't it? It does look good. Yeah. It looks really good. Yeah, it looks good. We done boxed out all the windows. And... Looks nice. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, people don't want to hear about all of that okay. stuff. How you been? I mean, what's going on with you? What's going I'm, on in your I've world? I've been working. The other nurse practitioner, um, she had a little surgery, and so I, I picked up some extra days and seeing extra patients. And it's been you good. started out, you were going to work two days a week, then three, three days a week, and yeah. now through the summer, every doctor in it's there been is constantly well, on vacation. Yeah, but I am too. We all help each other. Yeah. Well, I, you it's just, been good. I never see you. People talk about me. I never see you. You're the one that's gone. But what I really want to do is I want you to tell everybody about your fitness journey. <laughs> because you've always been an athlete, but you've never been necessarily into fitness. I think I've been athletic. So I played sports in high school, like, you know, middle school and high school. But then after I graduated, I really didn't do much. I got really sick with Crohn's disease. So I've always kind of stayed a small person. But my parents are not big people either. So as far as weight goes, I've always actually had trouble gaining weight um, until I hit 30, which you said would happen. And I'd been in remission so long with my Crohn's disease. It was like I never had it. I'd had a couple of surgeries and everything. And then you're right. I hit 30 and I started putting on weight and stuff, but I also just didn't feel as good. And I'm pushing 40. And so I knew about a year ago, you know, the, the, the last, not last, not this past year, but the three years before that I was in school and I just didn't make fitness a priority, but I'd kept telling myself, okay, when I graduate, I'm going to work out. I'm going to do that. And that's exactly what I did. So not quite a year ago, but I started working out and Thank God I didn't die. Sometimes I think I die two or three times during the workout, but somehow I still get in my car and drive off. So I guess I've been okay. But it's been really good. I love it. Well, but you having never been like into fitness and stuff like that, then all of a sudden you started eating clean. Yeah. And you go on these four week uh, contests. I did one. No, I, I did programs. one. I did one four week challenge. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I can remember sitting across the table from her like, who is this chick? 
Who are you? Yeah, but you already know. Once I set my mind to something, I I finish it. Yeah, yeah. I know you don't like that about me. I don't know why. I like to be able to change up the plan a little. I know, but you like to go. You you never. A plan is not your thing. You're not big on a plan. No, a deadline is my plan. That's my thing. I don't like I don't like the plan because it's too rigid. I like a deadline. Give me a deadline and I'll get there one way or another. That's the deal. But it's still okay the way I do it. I didn't say it wasn't. But you don't like the way I do it. I don't like when you try to enforce me to do it. I did not enforce you to do any of that. The fitness thing, I'm just saying there are other things in life that you want. Okay, like for instance, they messed up, the bank messed up the automatic payment on one of the automobiles. Mm -hmm. All right. And you were like, have you dealt with that yet? Have you dealt with that yet? Have you dealt with that yet? I'm like, the bank ain't going under. Yeah. So I'm traveling. You went, you said that you like these deadlines. You went way over the deadline. But I didn't know it. Because I've been telling you. Nah, you've only been telling me for the last week. Because you were already so, over the So deadline. we had missed a payment. I thought they were automatically deducting it, which is what I had told them to do originally. So I didn't know I was over the deadline. But then you were like, you got to take care of this. You got to take care of this. And I'm like, I will take care of it. Have you taken care of that yet? And she'll ask you like at midnight. Like at midnight. Well, that's when, because I'm the one that's having to think of all those things. But you don't I, have to I think pay about all them. the bills, and so I know what's going on with our credit, and that's an easy Nothing's thing. What's going on with it? Our credit is fine. I know, but I don't. See, I like, want Jake, it to stay fine. Here's the problem with you. You go from, let's say, you got a, a, a seven fifteen credit score, and it goes to seven ten, and you're like, oh. Sh-. No. Jesus, save me! Somebody is buying a bunch of a bunch of vehicles. So. And that is bumping our credit score down. As Hot News Natalie would say, well. <laughs> Where is she? She's at home, probably doing something productive at her house, oh. meeting the deadline. The, uh... <laughs> but no, I, I was like, okay. So we took care of it. I got him on the phone this morning. I fixed it. And I said, it's supposed to be doing an automatic deduction. And they said, well, we don't have the record of that happening. And I said, well, that's on you because I filled out the form and sent it to you. No, I did. Well, either way, you were trying to pay it online and they wouldn't even take your payment no, online. They wouldn't. I don't know. What so was see, going. I feel completely justified in this situation, but it got done. And then I paid an advance payment on the thing. Boom. One. Because, again, the only reason we even have a payment and didn't just pay outright cash. Because I said no. Was because we like to keep. The credit good. Yes. Like to keep the credit good. Right. I've been in a place in my life where credit wasn't good. It was phenomenal. Then boom, it fell off. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had a credit card since 2007. I just don't believe in them. Now, in the last year, I finally started keeping one for mm-hmm. emergency purposes. Still don't use it. I don't even know if the thing works. <laughs> I just won't use it. But no, I'm a deadline guy. You're a process person. Yeah, I like to get it done before the deadline so I don't have to worry about it. I have learned. I like to de- try to decrease my stress. But that's not stressful to me. Okay, but it is to most people. Okay, but it's not to me. And, and, and But see, it's like okay you, that I am stressed. I didn't say, no, it's not okay that you're stressed. <laughs> what you need to do is you need to embrace my workflow language mm. is what you need to do. Just like you're asking me to embrace yours. I get it done. I do get it done. I get it I done. I want you to get it done. It gets done. Yeah, but it gets done four weeks past the be- that's deadline. That's not true. That happened this time because we didn't know. This is not the first time. Yes, it is. Name another one. Go on with yourself. Go on with your badass. Who was it this morning that forgot to get the recycling out? 
Why is that only on me? Because you said I you was were getting do ready, it. and while you were laying in bed, while I was getting ready, that might have been a good time for you to go put it out. <laughs> I, I said, stuff. I said, why don't you? On your phone. I said, why don't you go put June out? And you said, I wish you wouldn't even be in. I don't even like that No, dog. let me recap that conversation for you. <laughs> let me recap that com- conversation for you. Okay, so the, the carpenters were coming to the house this morning. Mm-hmm. In June, we have June, Willie, and Cash. Everybody knows Willie. Not everybody knows June and Cash. June is our little Rhodesian, all right? June stays in the house at night. <laughs> and she lets us stay in the house with her. She, It's her house. Yes. And so, like last night... Jade came home. She had been in a meeting, and I was watching uh, TV, and June, she sits right here. She's got to be on you, just on you. She's just snoring and sitting there, and just <laughs> that's where Jade, you know, in a spot where Jade might sit, and uh, June's like, oh, you're home? Mm-hmm. When Jade came in to eat dinner, she's like, oh, you're home? Uh-huh. Good for you. <laughs> she wouldn't move. Right back out. She doesn't care. It's her house. Yeah. So, so June, sometimes, if you don't let her out before we go to bed at night, June will get off the couch, walk over in front of the fireplace, and piss on the floor. Mm-hmm. You know, as dogs are wont to do. Now, she knows she's got to pee outside. Right. But sometimes a girl's got to go. <laughs> and she's got a little spot over there that smells like her, so she'll go over there and knock it down. So we got the carpenters coming, and and, Jade's and I don't like, want urine on the floor. So How said, dare I? Jade said, "Go in there and clean up June's pee." And I said, "I said you could go in there and do that. Yeah, I didn't you did, demand okay, so you that you that. go in there." And don't do interrupt that. me. This is this this is a show, and you can't interrupt people. You interrupt people all the time. I listen to this show. It's my show. <sighs> it's party foul, Steve. Whose name's on the door? That says Studio Twenty Two. Shut up. Those are details. <laughs> I'm not going to get involved in your domestic altercations. So they said, she said, you could go in there. We know when a woman phrases it like that, what she really means. Clean up the pee, damn it. You could go in there. But I said it up. nicely. I, I didn't say you didn't. I didn't say you didn't. Now let me follow this flow of conversation. So I said, well, I don't think she peed. I said, but I'll go check. So I go in there. She had not peed. You know why? Because I let her out last night before bed, and she peed. So she didn't pee. And so I went ahead and put her back out. And I said, you know, if you do her right, if you treat her right, she doesn't pee on the floor. And you said, well, she likes to be inside. I said, well, if she, if it were up to me, she would not be inside. You see how mean he is? I, she would sleep outside Mm-mm. at night. You're mean. I ain't mean. She's a dog. Aww. I'd put her out there, and that's where she would sleep. She already wants to be in the bed with us, and we make her sleep in the living room on top of her bed that's on top of no, the couch. No, she can sleep in the bed with me. No, there's not yeah, enough room. Yeah, see, you won't let her. Cause she... We have a giant <laughs> bed. We haven't seen each other at night in years. We just now got the we, giant we bed. Six, we sleep six feet away from each other. Golly, it's totally fine. <laughs> but no, she could sleep in the bed in here. But no, you don't want to. You're like, oh no, she's going to jump down all night long and wake me she up. She is, and she's got those little those nails. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. I'm, I already have a hard enough time sleeping. I don't want to hear that, see? <laughs> Steve, did the dog sleep in the bed with you? When I was bedridden, they did. With, when I was down in my back, they slept in the bed with me all day. <laughs> At night, fool. No, because Rody's <laughs> so big and he pushes me and Tony apart and he will push you both of us off each side of the bed. Yeah. Well, June ain't that big. 
Yeah. She's she does 80, like to get up and down. Uh, she Tyler does. Tyler weighed him the other day. He's 81, I think 81 or 82 pounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's big so, boy. Anyway, the dog would sleep outside of her other than me. Okay, but it's not. It's up to June, and she wants to sleep inside. Yeah. Anybody want a wife? Anybody want a new wife? <laughs> I, we, I got one I'm about to put her on Craigslist. <laughs> Who's right that? Here. Marketplace is a lot better on Facebook. Is it? Yeah. You can get rid of stuff. No, because Facebook's shutting you down. Did you see on Facebook, and I took a screenshot of it, and I put it on my Instagram, somebody was selling used titties. <laughs> yeah, slightly used titties. <laughs> They're not mine. They were size D. Oh, definitely used, not mine. Silicone uh, filled. Uh, silicone titties. Oh. It's like, and they were holding them up in a in a Ziploc bag, and like I I thought I expected to see like a goldfish in there, like they'd won it at the fair kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> holding up titties in a Ziploc bag. I just want to know if they took them out at home or something. I mean, where in the world? I mean, is that even legal to do something like that? Can I wouldn't you, think. You, I mean, you just hose them off and stick them in somebody else. It's not sterile. I mean, I don't know if you can make it sterile. Can you make titties sterile? I don't know. I mean, if you can autoclave it, I guess, but. Well, they'll. I bought them, and they'll be here oh. next week. Well, so we're you gonna, gonna find out. Where are you gonna put them in your butt? You know where. <laughs> there ain't enough room in this. For we're that. gonna complete your fitness journey. <laughs> there it is. Mm-hmm. Brought it full circle, baby, mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what we're doing? We're going on the road with the Eagles of Liberty. Me, myself, Reno Collier. Me, myself, Reno Collier, Brian Hayner, Michael Loftus. I know. City near you, Eagles of Liberty. Bam. Freedom to Laugh Comedy Tour. Facebook hates us. So do most liberals. I'm going to. Yeah, Steve's got to go. Just, I'm going Steve's to. Steve's got to sell these T-shirts. Somebody's got to sell T-shirts. we got to sell Eagles of Liberty T-shirts. Bam. Those are awesome. Those are awesome. They are. I love this shirt. Yeah, that's cute. I designed this. I, I put the words on yes, it. Yes, I remember you sent the screenshot I to me. I put the words on this thing. I typed out the words Eagles of Liberty and I called it designs. Yeah. Design work. It's really good. I went I, and picked them up. Yeah, Steve, it's, this is a full hands-on deck uh-huh. operation. Probably all done after the deadline. Uh-huh. We, uh-huh. we have so much stuff going on at one time, it's insane. People have no idea. Uh-huh. They, they don't even, it's... That's why I'm telling you, I'm just going to podcast full-time. I'm going to quit everything else. I'm just going to podcast full-time. Well, no, I still need you to travel. I'll stay here. I'll get a little one-bedroom one condo. No, I want you to travel with for the money. Over here. No, that's more money. That costs well, if we just money. focus on the podcast, we can make money off of that. Mm. See, if we were still, well, so if we were, if we were, I tell people all the time, if we were just living off of podcast money, we'd we'd already be dead. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'd be living on the street. June, June would have to live outside. There wouldn't be, yeah, yeah, <laughs> under the bridge with us. Uh, yeah, she would have I, gone somewhere else. Remember when she used to get out all the time and stay at all of our neighbors' houses? Yeah, and then we'd go to pick her up at the house, and she'd be on their couch. Smoking a cigarette, having some whiskey, and she'd be like, "What?" And I'd be like, "Well, honey, you don't live here." And she got her like, slippers on now. and her in yeah. her shower cap. Yep, yeah. and she's watching TV. Let me tell you what this dog did one time. So we had a, a six foot fence out there, six foot privacy fence, and she's little. She's small. I mean, she's not a foot tall. Well, she's bigger now. Now that we got well, she's fixed. fat, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's she's. But even then, but she was a rescue, and now we know why she was a rescue. Yeah, because she stayed gone. She got out all she the time. She was walking the streets. <laughs> She was hooking, <laughs> but she would go over that six foot fence. She wouldn't dig under it. She'd go over it. She uh-huh. would hit the corner of that fence and bounce back and forth, yep. scramble up. And my, our neighbors would be like, uh, we've seen her do it. Like mm-hmm. we've seen her just kind of like teetering up mm-hmm. on the top. Mm-hmm. Like here's this little one foot dog <laughs> hanging on the top of a privacy fence and she'd just jump over. Well, one day, Candice, she goes across the street 
uh, to our neighbor's house, and they had their window open to their bedroom. But not but their a, screen. The screen. She just went through the screen. <laughs> just went through the screen and just made herself at home on their bed. On their bed. In their master bedroom. And they were so gracious about it because, I mean, but everybody in the neighborhood knows June because she spent good quality time at all their homes. And then they thought after, so after we were responsible and we got her a collar and the invisible fence, it doesn't necessarily, like, hurt her or anything, but it gives her a warning that if she gets close to it, she's going to get, like, a little buzz. So now she doesn't get out. She doesn't wear the collar either. She's just afraid because yeah. she, she might get buzzed. Because we've zapped that ass. Yeah, a couple times. Get but only a couple of times. Ass. I still cried, but still. Anyway, so everyone was like, hey, did y'all get rid of June? We're like, nope. And they were like, where is she? And I'm like, well, she used to stay in the backyard, but now she's just in the house. So she finally got what she wanted. Chilling. Mm-hmm. She's chilling. I guess we should have done that from the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. well. I don't know. Dogs are dogs. We love them, but golly. Well, you are you cry when it comes to dogs. Somebody asked when we're going to get a divorce. Well, I mean, I haven't really looked at my calendar. You got that on the calendar? I don't have it on the calendar yet. <laughs> I think it was some thirsty chick that was oh. on a shot at the title. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. There's no woman on the planet no. that could live with me. Mm-mm. None. Mm-mm. Can you imagine? Mm-mm. Well, I mean, I can't imagine living no, no, with no, you. No, 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 no. Can you imagine some other woman coming into this scenario with all of the stuff that comes my way, the messages, the responsibilities, the late no. night stuff, the, the hey, um, I've got to be here, got to be there, got to do all this stuff. And them going, mm-hmm, what's her name? Well, yeah. And they would want, <laughs> they want attention. Maybe me being an only child just wasn't that bad of a deal. Well, I guess not. I guess. You being a Scorpio sure pisses me off. Yeah, though. I know. Well, you being Sagittarius is not helpful. Well, it feels we'll just wing it. Stuff. Hey, you like we'll for me to go and go life. and go and bring home money. Maybe being a Sagittarius ain't that bad of a deal. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but I don't run around on you. Maybe that's not a bad deal. Scorpios are very loyal. Yeah, Sagittarius not so much. I know that. <laughs> I know. Everything I read is like, we should not be together. If there's two oh, signs yeah. that shouldn't be together, it's well, us. Well, what sign are you, Candice? I'm an Aquarius. Aquarius. Exactly. Mark? I I don't know what my sign is, actually. Attaboy. When's your birthday? It's because he went to Liberty. (laughs) (laughs) My birthday's October 8th. His sign is rugged cross. The old rugged cross is his sign. Uh, (laughs) The old rugged cross. The old rugged cross, man. That's That's my sign. That's the sign we need. That's Amen. my sign. The only star I know of is that star in the east that led me to Jesus. <laughs> uh, stop it. <laughs> that little baby in a manger, and I went to it. And I said, oh, have some frankincense. Gold and some myrrh. And then Chad walked up and said, here's some common sense. <laughs> well, and he became Jesus. <laughs> That's wrong, Mom. Party time, Mom. Uh, Sorry, Mom. Party foul just had a birthday. Oh, yeah. And Jordan. And Jordan. Sweet 16. Well, they hadn't seen Virgos. Jordan. Sorry. <laughs> what? Virgos. Virgo. Virgo. What does that mean? I have no idea. Exactly. For his birthday, we launched PartyFoulNation.com. Yeah. PartyFoulNation.com. Join birthday. the nation. That's great. Add a new t-shirt every week. We've got a couple of them on there. we got the spices. That's insane. The number of people ordered those spices. I know. They're I heard you so- did a shipping faux pas this morning. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, we had a little faux pas. The shipping some... faux pas. Steve, you do the leg work and the back work. That's, uh... We let Allison do all the thinking work. Yeah, that's what I told her. I said, "Hey, you're gonna have to. We got to come up with something else on this." She's got it worked out. Yeah, she does. Just let her do it. Up and... Let her do it. Yeah. We've got uh, what's the new shirt that came out? The uh, drunk wives matter. Yeah, drunk wives matter. They're loving it. Maybe we need to get you one of those, Jade. Mm-mm. Drunk wives matter. Is the fit chase one out yet? No, not yet. But yeah, I fit think that's is in coming the next cycle. Um, the party foul nation shirt is out with the. Uh, party file approved. Welcome what to the show. Is, <laughs> is that out? one out? That one. That one's out and online. And is it? Yeah. It doesn't say shit either. It's got a star. No, it doesn't I would say. Be, so. It doesn't say. Shit, but you know what it is. Yeah. Because yeah. Steve, you're dirty. He's dirty. That's. It's funny that you say that. At, at the show the other night at the memorial, a lady came up and says, "You're the one on the podcast that is dirty," and I was like. Oh no, I'm fixing to get scolded. Like, you know, because this is a lady, you know, I was thinking, you know, like my mom kind of thing and it's going to get on me. And he's, oh no, I like it. <laughs> Steve's funny in that when he meets people, once he gets comfortable with them and it doesn't take long for him to get comfortable with them, he spills it all. Like, like, like if he doesn't know you, he's very reserved. Like the other day we got in the Uber and we had an hour long Uber ride. Uh, with our driver, Sean, there in Missouri, and he was great. And we were talking about what we do and things like that. We were laughing about kind of the censorship of some of these clubs. Now, I had not mentioned anything about this being a conservative comedy show or anything like that. And Steve was like, yeah, he was going to call it the MAGA Country Tour. I just want to, I like to say. <laughs> I was like, you know nothing about this strange man's politics. That was, and I found out quick, though, he was, he was okay with that. Which we're not ashamed of the gospel, the Trump insane. gospel. But. Whatever. I just got my shirt, my uh, gaze for Trump shirt. I'm going to wear it on a podcast next week. <laughs> what are you giggling about, Candice? That is the that is troll level master right there. Mm. Gaze for Trump. Well, and I talked to someone uh, recently and talked about most conservatives are against gays. And I, I find that false. What? No, I don't think that's true I, at all. Matter of fact, and I know a lot of gay conservatives. Yeah. So kind of. I'm against it. You are not. I'm against it. It's an abomination before God. It's what it is. Me and Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> me and Pete Buttigieg, we're like this. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Did you watch the uh, Democratic debates the other night when Joe Biden's teeth fell out? No, I missed it. I <laughs> Does was anybody practicing. feel sorry for this man yet? I mean, they're trotting him out like a like a rented monkey. I mean, it's just bad. I mean, this dude, he never finishes a sentence. He doesn't know what state he's in. He's looking rough, too. Like, like Joe's always been a reasonably good-looking mm-hmm. man, right? You know, just kind of debonair. Now he's just starting to look like Skeletor, pull tight. Like, what kind? Of, and did you see Nancy Pelosi after the 40, after their summer break? She came back after getting all of that extra work done. Have you seen it? Her eyebrows are two inches higher than they were whenever she left. They look like a horseshoe. I mean, they're a complete arch like this. You've got to put the com- comparison <laughs> picture up, Candace. That's why you've got to read the Yelp reviews before you go to surgeries like that. <laughs> I mean, they took her from the Crypt Keeper to looking like um, Pamela Anderson, uh, like a 100-year-old Pamela Anderson, but still pulled just as tight. Have you seen Pamela Anderson lately? Mm. Oh. oh, I can confirm these pictures are... Uh. It's rough. Yeah. Oh, man. Brutimus. 
Tim Anderson, isn't she with uh, Julian Assange? Yes. That's weird to me. That, I don't know who you that You didn't is. see that coming? They seem like a. They seem like they have a lot in common. A lot in common. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they going to make a video? Julian Assange is, of course, the one who's. Is he still in Ecuador? No, they arrested him, right? He was in the yeah, Ecuadorian at the embassy embassy forever, mm-hmm. and then they finally arrested him in London. And he was a leaker. He was the one who leaked everything about everything from Hillary Clinton's emails to mm. the whole thing. And because he shared national secrets, of course, he was. And he's hooking up with Pamela Anderson. Yeah, they've been together. Mm. Yeah, and he he's looking rough. Mm. He's kind of got a Unabomber thing going on um, right now. You're not really into the news, are you? Well, not like you. You live and breathe it and all that stuff. Yeah. But it comes at you so fast now. There's no way to keep I up know, with it. That's everything. why I don't even try. Yeah. I but know. You should try. I mean, I just get my news from you. <laughs> but now, see, that should be an interesting thing for people who listen to this or watch this. I say Julian Assange, and you say, who is that? Yeah. Because we don't sit around talking about the topics of the day no not all the time i mean you know if it's relevant to our life i don't talk about anything if it's not relevant i think to my life or at least interesting yeah well and at home it's not all politics we talk about our actual lives only when your mom's around that ain't good only when your mom yeah we should not talk politics with mom no your mom hates donald trump yeah very much hates him hates him Mm -hmm. and i'm like why yeah, but we can't ask her why anymore. She don't want to talk about why. Mm-mm. He's going to cause a war. Oh, come on. But the other day she was at the house and I put on the podcast when I draped myself in the Trump flag over here. Yeah, and you're like, guess who gave me this? And I'm like, look what your daughter gave me. And boy, you can see the steam just, she was sizzling. And then I put it over on a, uh, an episode of Humor Me. Go get it at blazetv.com slash humor. Use promo code Chad. Get your first month free. <laughs> And we were putting, uh, we put some of those. We were watching an episode of that, and boy, she was just fuming, just fuming. And I, but didn't, she held it in. She did good. I didn't say a word. I just watched her squirm. Just watched her squirm. Yeah, it's a tough deal. I know. She lives like a conservative, though. I know, and I tell her, I'm like, Mom, I'm not successful because I expected the government to do things for me, or I expected others to do things for me. I yeah. busted my rear end. That's why I'm successful. Well, Trump is evil because your TV told you he's evil. Well, I think he's evil because, well, that, yes, but I think that she just thinks he's a bad person. Yeah. But I feel like all the presidents have been overall bad in, in different ways. Well, people are people. Right. I don't. Whether I don't know. That, I don't know that he's not. any worse. People, and we're yeah. all insane to a certain degree, mm-hmm. right? You just have to embrace your insanity. He's just one that will talk about it. Everybody else is just hiding it. Well, he lived very out loud, and I mean, we right. we beat this horse to death. He lived out loud. Mm-hmm. He was he was the one you wanted living out mm-hmm. loud. Everybody loved him for that. I feel like he came in with a lot less secrets than anybody else. Yeah, like I watched the debate and then I tweeted. I said tests that. Francis O'Rourke can't pass <laughs> a background test, <laughs> a piss test, a Spanish test, um, an IQ test, <laughs> this list. And so then I got this troll on there. He's like, well, what is Captain uh, Bone Spurs? What can he pass? And I said, I don't know. Why don't you call the White House and find out? Mm. <laughs> I mean, he passed enough to be president. Yeah. So whatever. And Beto couldn't win in Texas, so that's true. That's probably why he's in the White House. I've got some friends, Democrat friends, that are like, they ain't taking our guns. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Beto said that on it. He said, hell yes, we're coming for your AR-15. 
And then that GOP congressman or whatever it was said, uh, my, my AR is waiting on you. And then Beto got back on there and said, that's a death threat. Now it's blowing up his national news. What a f- hey, No, I actually think that works against him by him saying that and it blowing up in the national news. It does. News. Well, I love you. So call it a debate, discussion, whatever you want, a conversation that Ted Cruz had with Alyssa Milano last week. You know, and, and it was really a bunch of nothing. But in it, you know, Alyssa Milano has come out in the past, and I've screenshotted it, where she says, I'm a person who has mental illness. Please don't use, you know, don't this don't use mental illness as an excuse for, you know, saying that this gun violence is about mental illness. Well, if you show up and start shooting strangers, you're mentally ill. 100%. I mean, even if it's just in that moment, you're mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm one of those. That- but she admitted being, I have mental illness. But then she goes in there with Cruz and says, well, I have two firearms for personal protection. I'm like, well, you just lost the debate. I don't think anybody explained the rules to you. Yeah. Like, that's not how you debate. You stupid, stupid person. <laughs> you have what, Steve? Well, I've got, I'm one of those mental that believe illness? that. No. Yes. I've, I'm sure we all have some level of mental illness. I just illness. said we all have our own level but, of insanity. Like, say somebody that's mentally ill goes and kills somebody. I still think they should have to pay the consequences. If that consequence is death. Okay, so you and I were talking about the other day. I said, what I don't understand is this whole nonsense about why are they taking these guys alive? Like, how do you how do you de-escalate a situation to the point where, okay, now I'm going to go arrest this guy and he comes out unharmed and unscathed? No, I don't care. Like, even if he runs out of bullets or he gives himself up, you just go ahead and pop him in the head. There it is. It's over with finished and that just needs to be the punishment you know because it used to be these guys like like the columbine shooters they went in knowing they weren't coming out it was a suicide mission for them and so many of those people have done that but then you start having these guys they're wanting to get away with it they're wanting to live to tell the tale and we're what are we going to do we're going to sit around and talk about him and go oh well why did he do that well let's read his manifesto let's see what this was all about let's see where he traveled to who were his parents what blah 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 what kind of car did he drive no one gets let's just pop him in the head and that's it there it goes. Done. Boom. You know that if you go in, you engage in that, you're dead. Period. There's no getting away. There's no walking away from it. You got to go. But maybe we do need to research these these people, these guys that are doing that so that we, you know, if it is a mental illness thing, then we need to have some research on that. That you, way, but, but how are you going to stop it? Because because even if you research it. We have it, to try. Because even if that even you kill that person, you can still, there's enough in their past. I, yeah, I, I'm Ill. not saying we, we don't kill them whenever it happens, but I still think that we should research it. And, and, and I don't know how I feel. I mean, I'd like for them to suffer in jail. But I don't think, nah. they sh- I don't think CNN or whoever should come in and, and interview them. They shouldn't get any kind of satisfaction. Nah, I just kill them. It's, it's an but that's fine. Sense. But that's fine. Yeah, that's but it. we still have to research what brought, what led them to that, so that we can be aware. Well, the thing is, what are you going to do with people? We can blame it on a, a billion different life circumstances. Yeah, that's I mean, happens. I can argue. I, mean, I can argue every side of this. So let's say that we come down to, and we're like, man, that Steve guy, he's got problems. He's got issues. What are you going to do about that? Well, we he hasn't to- done anything mm-hmm. wrong. What, what are we going to do? And I know people say, well, universal background checks. Well, I mean, the guy that shot up Odessa well, in Midland, he got those. He couldn't pass a background check. That's not how he got the guns. Right. So and, and again, it wasn't his issue wasn't about mental illness. His deal was he lost a freaking job. Yeah, but you're but mentally ill. You're obviously mentally ill if that's the way that you deal and with it. And everybody said he was a nut. So, you so. know, but there you go. I mean, you just start monitoring everybody out there that you think is a little weird. 
I think that we can start young, start in the schools, start at home. You got to beat that ass. Yeah, well. It's just like what you said about June, our dog, a minute ago. We should have started popping that earlier, and she'd learn where it's right to piss. <laughs> got to do that with your kids. Got to whoop that ass. You do have to talk to your Our point kids. is discipline. Teach them it's okay to get picked on. It's okay if you get bullied. It's okay to fight back. It's okay to, to, to have things go not go your way. Mm-hmm. Suffer a little rejection. It's okay if the girl tells you no when you ask her to the dance, yep. even though you've worked up your courage all day long for yep. weeks. You know, it's okay. You no, live I to agree. fight another day. I agree. I mean, look at me. I was so insecure as a kid. Baby, you still insecure. I dealt with bullying. <laughs> I dealt with, oh, I have my insecurities. We all do. But I just don't care anymore. I think it's important that we do teach our kids how to handle these situations. Because I read a, a lot of stuff on the mom, you know, Facebook moms of Burleson and, and Fort Worth and all of this stuff. Oh, and now I, Jade's calling I out do, places. Well, no, I mean, I, I hate to, to, I feel so bad reading these stories about, you know, just the first couple of weeks of school, first couple of days of school. You know, there's these posts about kids that are being bullied and stuff. That is horrible. And you know what? If I found out that our kids were bullying somebody, then I'd I'd kick them hard. <laughs> but but I know at least with Brandon, he can take it too. Uh, we were talking about that story the other night whenever he was in elementary school, the assistant principal called and said that she really didn't want to make the call, but she had called because some little girl had complained that Brandon had told her that he was going to shoot her mom with a bow and arrow. And it was it came down to there was an archery birthday party. It was an archery birthday party. And Brandon. And he was little, little. Little. Like second grade. And I guess he had said something like that. And she didn't say anything at the time. Everybody was laughing to have a good time. He was obviously kidding. So she went and told the teacher. So then he got in trouble, all of this stuff. And I said, okay, I will certainly speak with him about why it's not okay to say things like that. Also, if somebody says something about, you know, to him in elementary school and second grade that they're going to kill me with a rock or, or a bow and arrow, please don't call me. Just tell him. All right, you can go back to class now. I said, because he's a big enough kid to understand that that's not really going to happen. I mean, also have a backbone. Teach him both ways. I mean, he shouldn't have said that. I get that. But he's second grade. He didn't. He wasn't thinking, well, I'm really going to murder her, and this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to do it. I mean, come on now. How am I going to hide the body? That's the only thing I can't figure out. But see, whenever I said that back to her, she just laughed, and she said, I understand. I mean, come on. That, that just, it's hard that to get a wood so, chipper uh, from the rental place when you're— Six. <laughs> right. We need universal background checks for wood chipper rentals. Well, and no adult heard the conversation. So who knows what got twisted and turned and all of this stuff? Who knows what was really I said? I don't think he even said it. Nope. I'm not saying that. I'm not Knowing saying that. Knowing that kid, he said it. He may have. He may have. But <laughs> we also. Quite creative. You know, we have to give our kids some kind of defense. Some kind of defense. And I, I can remember, you know, he. So he has freckles. Yeah. Okay. And and I can remember when he was young, he'd be in, he was embarrassed about having freckles. Hey, I grew up with him too. I get it. I know freckle face, four eyes. I lived through it all. And so, what did we do? I taught do him not early. Hey, use the phrases that I use at against night other people. To you when we're in bed. <laughs> That's our pillow talk. Hey, freckle face, four eyes. Hey, four eyes. <laughs> Sometimes you tell me to put the glasses back on. That's our safe word. <laughs> four eyes. Eyes. But you have to teach these kids. As hey, Brian Hayner says, never use Willem Dafoe as your safe word. Nobody would it sounds ever use like, that. When you got a ball gag in your mouth. All words <laughs> sound like that when you have a ball gag in your mouth.
All words. Anyways, I don't understand why we're not teaching kids to come back with something quick and positive. Okay, so let me talk about, let's end this episode on a very positive story. Okay. Very positive story. I don't know if you've heard about this or not. I'm excited about it. It's one of those that kind of warms your heart. You you guys might have heard about it. But this kid, they had wear your college colors to school day. And the kid was a big um, University of Tennessee Tennessee Volunteers fan. And so he he was excited. He kept saying, I've got a shirt I'm going to wear. He kept telling his teacher, I've got a shirt I'm going to wear. Well, he had a, the burnt orange shirt, but it was just a plain burnt orange shirt. So he got a piece of paper, and he took a pen, and he drew UT in big scribble letters on there, and he safety pinned it mm-hmm. to his shirt. And that was his college colors day at school shirt, and he wore it, and they picked on him. There were girls who laughed at him. He's a little kid, elementary school. Mm-hmm. And uh, they laughed at him, picked on him, and... You know, he felt bullied by it, right? Mm-hmm. And kids but I'm be- wondering what, I mean, the, the parent had to know that this was taking place, that they were sending their kid with this piece of paper. I mean, one would think, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Because I, I did all kind of things when I was that age. Well, that yeah, but, but I, and, and, and Brandon has done some things where I have said, well, you, you are welcome to do that. That yeah. looks great. But what we might do, what you might want to do is maybe let's take the marker and put it right on the shirt. Let's let's mark right on the shirt. Yeah, but not and call just a hairless attention to see, all of see, this. See, I'm trying to make a positive story here about the outcome. I know. And Jade has to walk you through no. the details of the process. Well, I and this want... is what I'm telling you. Parents, I live in hell. Why don't parents help them out a bit? We don't know that scenario. We don't know. Because not everybody's up their kid's ass like you are. No, I do really good. But at least I, I've said a couple of times, are you sure you want to wear that? Yeah, I know. And, and sometimes he does and sometimes he doesn't. And he feels bullied at home. Oh, whatever. So anyway, <laughs> he goes in, he comes into the classroom and he lays his head down on the desk and he's crying. And the teacher says, you know, um, I'll get you, I'm going to get you a jersey. I'm going to get you a shirt. So she starts to work it out with him. And then she sends a message to the University of Tennessee. And, of course, they respond favorably. They send this guy a whole big – this kid a whole big old bag of Tennessee stuff. And then they created – the bookstore there at UT created a, a T-shirt that has his design mm-hmm. on it. I ordered one the other day. Aw. Yeah. So I uh, I wear it on the podcast here coming up. I, I just love the idea. They've sold like 20,000 yeah. of them. And UT also has come out and said if he stays on the straight and narrow and does good and does good in school, they'll give him a scholarship. Oh, my gosh. Go to the University of Tennessee. Well, it was worth safety pinning it then. Yeah. Safety pin all day long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to safety pin something to my kids say, I'm stupid. (laughs) We're going to spell it. I'm a genius. J-E-N-I-U-S. See, that's when a good parent would step in and say, hey. Go dogs. No, at least. (laughs) And hope that Georgia calls. But it's going to really say go dogs. (laughs) (laughs) D-O-U-G-S. My kid needs an education. We'd like it for free. Yeah. If he could, if I get my kids to pin on some, you know, I got crooked teeth. <laughs> we get all kinds of stuff for free. And then we can send it to the orthodontist. Like, look here, son. I know you don't like this bullying process, but I swear to God, kid, you got a future with it. <laughs> free education. Take one for the team. <laughs> 
I think I'm just concerned because people are bullied their entire lives. This is not some a, are, it, many it, are, and that's true. It's not a school related thing. It, it happens in the workplace. It happens in friendships. It happens in relationships. At some point, when you know you you have to instill in kiddos, you do have to stand up for yourself. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to be a smart aleck, but you can walk away and still be much taller than the person that's doing it to you. Obviously, the bullies have mental illness. Steve, you punch a bully in the face, jack that jaw. Hey. I'm not necessarily against, you know, defending yourself. I think if they do something first, you need to walk away after that. I'm fine with you finishing it if it's something no, physical. You, but when using, it's just words, you got you got to learn to have some snappy comebacks. They are jealous. Dumb. They and are jealous can, of these other kids. That's why they're doing it. Or why would they be wasting their time on you? They, you know, why would they be wasting their time? Steve. Sorry. The bullies are usually kind of dumb and mm-hmm. you can convince them in a way where they throw the first punch. And then you get to go at it from there. Yeah. <laughs> but what if that bully is 10 times bigger than you? Uh, I fought bigger boys. I've never fought a smaller person. I can say that. Uh, I've, I've, when I was a kid, you know, I, I've been in fights where I lost. I've been in fights that I won. And, uh, you know, when I was a kid, through middle school, stuff like that, uh, I can only recall a couple of fights after high school. And they were things that shouldn't have been done, but they were in every situation the thing where I defended myself. I can remember one time I beat a boy half to death and uh, I messed him up, but he started it and he was trying to be a bully and I jacked his jaw Mm -hmm. and we were kids, but I got in a lot of trouble with school because I beat him pretty good. And I went home. I was afraid of my dad and my dad said, did you start it? I said no. And he said, all right, well, let's go on. All done. Yeah. And I and I still believe in that philosophy. And I'm not advocating violence. If you can, like you said, walk away, be yeah, the bigger person, always. do that. But we have lost a lot in terms of culture. And you're right, Steve. Bullying, there, there's, a, there's a huge level of, of whether you want to call it a mental issue or it's just an insecurity issue, which, again, is a mental mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to assert themselves over someone that they feel is inferior or weaker, and it's a horrible thing to be. Don't do it. You know, all you got to do is get on Twitter and read some of the comments and how these trolls mm-hmm. want to come on there and just be smartasses all the time. And it's like that's just a bully mentality. Yeah. Like I can just I can just hide from behind a bush and throw eggs at you, and they're not going to do that in real life. They, you know, it's just the bully mentality, and that's why we've always said to our kids, we don't we don't put up with bullying. We don't no. we don't receive it and we don't do it no. ever. We don't believe in that kind of but stuff. But the important thing you said is we don't receive it. And I think it's important. So one of the things and and I love these moms and these kiddos and everything on these on these Facebook pages, but they were like, "Hey, tell your tell your kids to not bully. They shouldn't be bullies. They shouldn't bully my kid." And that well, we are. We are telling our kids not that. You know, and I don't know about that particular bully, but my guess is whatever's going on in that bully's household is not love. Well, he let me, is not let me go experiencing the same thing. Because we joke about, we say tongue in cheek, you got to beat that ass and stuff like that. And I do jokes about that on stage. And I know there are people who say, well, you're creating a bully because you're bullying your kids. No. That's not bullying. Disciplining your children, whatever, whichever way you choose to do it, is not bullying. It's not bullying. And I have never said, I, I don't advocate beating your kids. That's a joke. Okay? Well, you don't hit no. We, you've, we don't hit the kids. No. And so, but but if you've ever, and but I do have kids that have been spanked when they were little, mm-hmm. not often and not 
I mean, it, because they didn't need it, right? Uh, other things were more effective. I mean, Brandon, you could he beat him. He needed it. He could, needed but it you bad. Could, but you could beat him half to death, and <laughs> it, it wouldn't didn't have affect him. No. Nope. Uh, but but again, but disciplining them and 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 disciplining them in love, which is what it should always be done. That is not bullying, even if you right. spank. You do it in love, not out of anger or out of your own sense of fear or insecurity. Because, again, if you're bullying your kid, then that means you're just walking in the house and just, you know. What's authoritarian? You're slapping them around just for nothing. That's bullying. Mm -hmm. You know, just because they looked at you wrong or didn't finish their cereal and you got to slap them around a little bit. That's bullying. That's not parenting. That's not discipline. I think it's important that we, we teach kids empathy and sympathy very young. You know, as, as, as quick as we can, you know, how would you feel if 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 somebody came over and, and took your toy? And I know when they're a little bitty, you have to be black and white and you That's can't not. reason with a with a three and four or two, two, three and four year old. You can't really reason with them. But at five, you can. And that's just the start of kindergarten. There are things that, that can be done. And I think that we're missing it or we're thinking they don't really need to be talked to like that. Yeah, you can talk to them. You you don't you don't talk to them like they're an adult because children are not adults. But you can talk to them and get. But they can get, pick their own gender. Well, that's true. I forgot about that. And they should be able to vote. Well, then I guess they should be able to bully. They should be able to beat the hell out of everybody. You know, whatever is going on in that bully's life is most likely worse than whoever it is they're bullying. I can guarantee you, as I've gotten older and look back on my life and the people mm-hmm. that I knew who were bullies and had that instinct. That is exactly right. Right. That's who we need to feel sorry for. I do feel and sorry for And that's who them. needs the help. And I, I feel sorry. I feel sorry for kids these days. I, I feel sorry for kids these days who can't express themselves. They mm-hmm. can't fight back. They can't They can't stand up for themselves yeah. because then they're going to get in trouble. I love what Bill Burr said in, you know, when he tells the bit about in his latest special. And we saw him live. He did this bit where he talks about the time he got sexually harassed. This lady yes. came off stage and flicked him in the head. Penis. <laughs> penis head <laughs> and so flipped him he just flicked him just thumped him he said i didn't even know this woman Mm-mm. and he said i thought about it for days you know i wanted to i wanted to go just punch her in the back in of the, the head, head. Yeah. i wanted to go thump her back you mm-hmm. know and, the, and and he said and i had the opportunity to do it he said but it's never he said when you read about these things it's always the person that retaliated yeah, like in sports that got in trouble he <laughs> said you know it's not the guy who did the first personal foul on the football field. It's the, the guy second. who followed up and slapped him. Nobody. He's the one who got in trouble. Right. And he said, so I thought about that, so I just let it go. But that's exactly right. Kids can't retaliate these days. They can't They can't fight back. But then how did Bill deal with it? He said he went home. Nah, he meditated. Y'all have to watch the special. Watch, watch the special. Bill's funny. so funny. I love that angry white man. It's pretty good. Uh, all right. Hey, Candice, Queen of the Opium, Sparty Foul, Steve, Mark, the, mu- the puppet master, sitting over here, the lovely Jade. And uh, go to watchchad.com. Come on now. Get out there. Let's do some Let's do some fun things. Brian Hayner, Michael Loftus, uh, Reno Collier. And then, of course, my Star Spangled Banter comedy show is out there all across America. We're doing this thing through the rest of this year. 2020 is going to be exciting. But I need you guys. And you guys are awesome. Keep pushing us up in the rankings with the podcast go to where podcasts are offered go to apple Podcasts. they're the easiest to check those rankings if you're using an iphone and 75 percent of you are go to apple Podcasts. listen to the thing go over to youtube and listen to the thing appreciate you guys doing that somebody sent me a message candice uh the other day <laughs> it's so funny that i call you candice like that's your name <laughs> it's just starting to stick i'm just gonna roll with that it's fine <laughs> But somebody sent me a message last night, and they said, you'd be proud of me. I was cleaning out the barn, and I listened to it this afternoon before uh, I watched it tonight. And I was like, well, that's fantastic. 
I mean, boring, but fantastic <laughs> that you did it twice. But that was a good. That was with the one with Ronell Smith. Yes, and that was really uh, Ronell's just a great, great guy. We had a it, troll on that one on YouTube. Oh and yeah, I, and I kept. Resp- I would respond to him. But what were they saying? Say, it just. It just hating on Trump, hating on the on the right, all kinds of stuff. And I said, "Thank you, you're helping our numbers. Keep yeah. commenting, kind of." And he just did, and it was a, finally he just. Yeah, the interaction out. and engagement actually helped. So I love the trolls. That's what I, when they I was like, up. "Troll away!" I invited him to keep trolling, and <laughs> yeah, maybe he'll good. learn something. Yeah, he's listening to the well, listening to Ronell Smith is a pretty good way to learn something. So yeah. smart, smart man. Uh, but we have fun with that thing. And you, Candice, also puts the audio up. The audio podcasts are up at three p.m. In the afternoon. So you can get it three hours. That's 3 p.m. Texas time. Perfect uh, for the drive so, home. Yeah, for yeah. the drive home. You can listen to it. And uh, she's good about doing that. And we put those little small social clips on YouTube as well. Thank you, by the way, for putting a little one up of Ronell yesterday. Oh, yeah. That was a good moment. That Yeah. Thank yeah. you for posting that. Yeah, I watched YouTube. that. It was good. That was a, that was a good one. And um, it's good stuff, man. We're just here for you. I love doing this. I love talking. And love everybody we get to work with. I'm always happy when Jade gets to come in, hang out. It and often enough. People are always like, where's your wife? <laughs> Running well, around. she's still on the leash. Damn it, I didn't let her off. Gosh, she's <laughs> peeing on the floor in front of the fireplace. <laughs> me and June. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it, I didn't let her out. Somebody said that to me at a show the other night. Why don't you bring your wife? Well. Because <laughs> your wife has a life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really boss my wife around. And I, I, she kind of likes time away. So. <laughs> I love you, though. Love you, too. Hey, we're going to get out of here. Go to watchchat.com. Check us out. Go to Party Foundation. Check him out. Partyfoundation.com. Check us out. Oh, by the way, if you want an Eagles of Liberty shirt, you can go to Freedom to Laugh Tour. Freedom to Laugh Tour.com. We got them on there. Go get one. I love y'all. God bless you. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.